0: Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on the program today, I'll sit down with coach and elite athlete here in Sioux Falls, Benson Langat. Now if you're from the Sioux Falls area or from Sioux Falls itself. You probably have heard of the name Benson Langott at least once. Not only is he a coach with the 605 Running Company, but he is also an elite athlete in the running department. In other words, this guy is so good and he's crazy Crazy fast. Benson joins me on the program to tell his story, how he came to the state of South Dakota, his goals, and his coaching style when he is with his athletes. I'll give you an idea how fast Benson is. When he goes on long-distance runs, his goal is to aim for five-minute miles, at least 505. Nothing more, nothing less. Plus, he's competed in over 60 races, including the recent boston versus virtual marathon. Benson Legat considers Sioux Falls his second home and truly the running community and just the sports community in general has really embraced this elite athlete. His goals are soaring high in this city, that's for sure. All that and more coming up on Sunday Focus. You know what really gets a party started? Indoor baseball. Yeah, just find a broom or a pool cue and you can use like anything as a ball. Cans, bottles, shoes. Hey bro, toss me that avocado.
1: Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Underage drinking and driving, the ultimate party foul. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back to Sunday Focus. I'm being joined in the studio by someone I think everyone is pretty familiar with around the Sioux Empire. He is a coach and an elite athlete. I'm talking about Benson Langott. Hey, Benson, welcome. Thank you. I gotta say, you know, it's great to have you in the studio. You literally have an incredible and interesting story about you. But before we get into all that, tell us about yourself where are you from
1: so I'm originally from Kenya um, a small town in the southern part of Kenya um, was born and raised there uh, came to the United States a few years ago in 2009 and, and came to school down at uh, in Kansas and then USD and then um, and I'm in Sioux Falls now
0: why South Dakota? I mean, what was that <laughs> thought process for you?
1: Um, I blame I blame my coaches at USD. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: Coach Fitzsimmons when he recruited me, um, he he asked me to come for a college visit, and I liked Vermillion. So uh, ever since then, I stayed. And you know, after I graduated with my bachelor's, I moved to Sioux Falls and. Um, Liked Sioux Falls, so I stayed here for a little bit. Went back to school, still staying here. So, so yeah. So you've liked it enough to stick around. I think it's been my second home. Oh well, so. that's
0: awesome to hear that. How did you get into running? Who really inspired you?
1: So how I got running is an interesting story. I was not a runner in college. I mean, high school. I was, I was, I played rugby. Rugby was my biggest yeah. sport, and so that was. Um, you know, a big sport for me, I played real football, which is, you know, soccer. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I also play what we call handball. It's not common in the United States, but that is something that um, I, I, I did that well in high school. And then after after high school, then I started, I, I was bored. I didn't have anything to do. So where I come from, uh, running is a job for a lot of people. And, and for me, I was waiting to uh, join college, and so I decided I saw some runners doing and I want to you know to use running as a weight loss and I got approached by a coach and he said, "Hey, I've seen you walking out. I'd like you to join my club and since then he I joined this club and he got me to where I am today.
0: So you basically, if I'm getting this right, you basically walked on in college not really having any sort of competitive experience when it comes to running. <laughs>
1: So, when I got recruited out of high, uh, out of Kenya, was uh, through a track and cross country scholarship. But I took a, a one year off from high school mm. before joining college to focus on running. And that's how I got better. And I was recruited to a junior college in Kansas, uh, Balla Community College. Coach Becker recruited me. Uh, I worked with Coach Becker. He wanted to recruit me to, and uh, he was coaching at New Mexico at that time. But he recruited, uh, Coach Hunter recruited me, and then I ended up working with, uh, when Coach Hunter moved to Wichita State, mm-hmm. Coach Becker became my coach at that time. So that's who actually recruited me, and he was used to come to the United States to run track and cross-country. And then it was a two-year program, so then after that I moved to South Dakota, to work with Coach Fitzsimmons at USD.
0: Was it tough when you first started? Running my fun little story for you, I was in grade school when i first started running with my track team so fifth grade my coach coach amanda Gregus, she uh she went up to me and said hey i'm gonna put you in the 800 and for anyone that doesn't know what that is it's two laps around the track and i thought it was kind of a death sentence for me mm-hmm. saying you're gonna have me do what no way first time i did it i cried i straight up cried and i said i'm never doing it again she didn't give up on me, and she said a few weeks later, I'm putting you back in that 800. And I'm just like, why, why are you doing this to me? You already saw what happened the first time around. She's like, no, 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 you can do it. Sure enough, I came in third that week of the race. So I was kind of proud of myself at mm-hmm. that point, and I just I stuck with it since. So is that kind of a similar story for you?
1: So for me, well, growing up where I grew up, you just don't run just for fun. Yeah. It's either you're good or not good. So for me, I, ran, I started running a 400. And I was actually third to loss at that time. And I beat someone I knew, so I knew I was getting better. And so the 400, I ran, and I qualified to the semifinals, which was, you know, that's why I did OK. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that's when my coach saw me, and he said, I'd really like you to train for the 800. And then that is where really um, I started focusing on on more running, but I, I had to quit multiple times. I think I quit more than seven times because it was hard because I was competing with people who were really good, you know. And so, um, but at that time, that that's it was hard to start. So for me, it was the 800 that really took off for me and became one of my favorite races. Um, but over time, it just. It took a lot of quitting and getting back to it.
0: Oh, I can understand that. Yeah,
1: yeah, a lot of tears so, too probably. Yeah, and, and a lot of emo my coach came to my house and said, Hey, I, I think you should come back <laughs> and I said, Okay. But it's tough, you know, I almost threw up during practice one time.
0: So you came to South Dakota, Vermilion, for USD. You, you probably had other options to to go to school after being in Kansas for two years. So why, why South Dakota? Was it just the coaches that drew you in or just the atmosphere in general?
1: I came in, I, I, I came, you know, the first place I met the coaches at the, uh, the, the Dome. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the facility and I'm like, wow, this would be perfect for... Um, you know, indoor running. And then I made a team, and that's when I felt at home. I felt welcome. And I, I left. I went back knowing that I was going to sign with USD. I had other offers, too. But at that time, I knew um, Coach Fitzsimmons and um, Gatsleben They welcomed you. And I said, you know, this is a place I want to be. And it reminded me of home somehow because a lot of homes and stuff like that. Okay. Small town experience. It became one of my favorite, you know, one of the greatest decisions I made was to go to school at Vermilion.
0: Did you get used to running in these extreme Midwest conditions? Because the skedaddle, for example, that recently happened, if that didn't did make it apparent for you, I don't know what will. Because <laughs> it was literally all four seasons in one day.
1: You know, living in the Midwest, I, I always tell my athletes and friends, if you live in the Midwest, especially South Dakota, it makes you the, one of the strongest athletes that I know. Because if you can brave these conditions, you can do anything else. I first, my first experience running um, in the cold was in Nebraska. It was very windy. I saw the wind was on my back when I was out running. I thought, no, this is a great run. But when I turned around, I wasn't dressed well for the weather. And so <laughs> it really, uh, you know, it, it really hit me um, that I was, I almost quit at that time, too, but... Um, Really, I've learned to adapt to the environment. I'm someone who can adapt quickly to the environment. So, skidado, that happened. You know, like I was on a bike actually, and my hands, you know, froze because I wished I was running. But you know, but over time, though, um, you get used to something. Yeah. And so, living in Sioux Falls, as you know, it's 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 a great place to live, great place to train, and and the people here
0: test your endurance that's for sure
1: yeah yeah so
0: being in south dakota now for a little bit and sioux falls what do you like about what's your favorite part about sioux falls and just south dakota in general you already said it reminded you of the family aspect mm-hmm. of things
1: the community the sioux falls community has um has been great for me and that's reason to why i call this place home because the running community here has been one of the greatest things and so um, that alone and the hospitality. Um, I have friends who come to visit and say, hey, people here are very nice. And <laughs> and, and it's just the same thing that I found the hospitality here um, being, being great. So um, the community um, and the hospitality, people are great here. So that's the reason why. I've liked living in Sioux Falls.
0: Did you ever think you would end up in South Dakota? No. Out of any state in this country?
1: I had not heard of South Dakota before I came to the United States. And I came and I'm like, I thought it was part of Canada or something. (laughs) And so, um, but when I heard, you know, I was looking up schools and, you know, I was like, South Dakota, who is that? You know, and so... Again, I never thought I would. I, I thought about and maybe ending up in California, Kansas or other places, but not South Dakota. But no, yeah, I am so.
0: If you are just joining us, I am in the studio with coach and elite athlete Benson Langat. Now let's get into the thick of your running career. This could be a tough question. Are you ready for this? Yes. How many races? Have you competed in between 5, 10 Ks, half and full marathons?
1: I counted all my medals. And you did? I, I, <laughs> and, and some races I never got medals. Uh, but outside just college athletics, um, I have competed in almost 59 races.
0: What? What? What?
1: So that's... that's there's, there's,
0: And that's just from the medals that you counted.
1: Yeah, but there's some <laughs> other thing. I, I believe there's more than 60-some races, but I, I think really the I know a lot of people in the community who have done more than that, but for me, I target some specific races because... You know, I gotta.
0: Because you're fast, you're just good. You can say it. You're just that
1: good. <laughs> no, you know, I'm I'm a runner, so I, <laughs> I, um, there's some races that you know I, I specific specifically target some.
0: What's the furthest race you've ever ran? Marathon. Just the marathon?
1: Only twenty six point two, not twenty
0: six point three. Oh, only twenty six point two. What's probably y- your favorite marathon that you've done?
1: Um, last year I did the Vatchobasa marathon here in Sioux Falls, and that was my favorite. I mean, it was the community and myself running, and my friend Matt who ran who did it too. But, um, it was. It was special in a way that everybody was here. People that I was running into on the bike path, I knew most of them. Mm-hmm. And so that was a great race that, I've, um, that I, I, really, I really did enjoy. But otherwise, Houston is one of my favorite races um, that I've raced. I had a great experience. And, and so depending on yeah. specifics, the half marathon will be Houston. The marathon will be the Boston Virtual Marathon
0: now i already know this answer what place did you come in in the virtual boston run 17th yeah So (laughs) basically that means he is the 17th best runner in the country which which is crazy so what was your time for that race or any other races that you've done
1: it was two hours and 34 minutes for for the specific race (laughs) and and if
0: anyone doesn't know that that's crazy fast
1: so it was it was a great experience, and it was uh, almost a, a solo race, so it didn't get quite the experience, but really that gave me a lot to look forward for you know a lot to look forward to in my running career.
0: What are run down your split times for me for anyone that doesn't know what split times is it's basically your pace how many how much time does it take you to run a mile, two miles, three miles, anything like that?
1: So depending on the race um, if I'm running a 5K, I'd try to average less than five-minute mile for 5K. Um, but when I'm doing a marathon, um, my goal is to end up running um, almost a five-minute, five-second pace, 505, for the entire marathon that's my goal that I, is
0: very specific <laughs> so
1: so around the range is where i'd like to hit but um, right now i'm still walking on it you know that's why you gotta practice every day absolutely you gotta practice every day so
0: do you consider yourself and i know you probably don't because you're you're so modest the fastest man possibly person in the sioux falls area
1: a lot of people have said that, but it depends with the distance.
0: Depends with the distance?
1: There's some fastest miles that I can beat, but um, I think some people have told me, yeah, I, I, I could. I'm not sure, but based on the data and everything, it, it, I believe I am, but I there might be someone out there <laughs>
0: so. you're the fastest person i think i've probably ever met have you ever thought about doing maybe ironman races or even triathlons
1: so when i did a episode with midco in 2014 yeah. uh 2016 i talked about it i talked about my first ironman race that i would do would be in madison wisconsin OK. And so that's something that I am still working on because I got to get the swimming. I can't float. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> so, um, so that, that's a big that's where the problem is. But I'm, I'm taking care of the biking and, and the running, but I got to get the swimming done.
0: See, us runners, we don't like biking that much. Now, yeah. my twin sister, she loves biking. Yeah. I, me, not so much. She makes it too much of a race. And I say, you know what? i rather run at this mm-hmm. point than sit on a bike. Now, how did you start to get involved with the racing community in Sioux Falls? I believe that's through your coaching with the 605 Running Company, correct?
1: So, actually, my coaching began with 605 Running Company. But uh, I became part of the community by joining the 605 Running Company. Running groups that they had for you know, okay, and then I ended up working at the shop. So the community I became the big you know I became closer to the community that way. Um, my coaching, my coach was actually the um, the founder of the Six of Five Coaching. So and then when he left, he left that for me and two other coaches that I'm working with right now. But the big thing is through the shop, through Six of Five Running Company, um, that's how I connected. To the community and even the state
0: in the state yeah how do you uh, what is your role for other runners in the sioux empire
1: so my role is um my biggest role is i'm i'm basically the cheerleader kind of. so <laughs> i would say that but in the aspect i'm also um Roadrunners Club of America state representative for the state of South Dakota. So what I do is I try to promote running in, in, you know, to... through through Road Runners Cup of America by hearing what issues runners are having in the state. For example, South Dakota, Sioux Falls has one of the best bike trail systems in the country. Oh, absolutely. And so by hearing other people talk about that, you know, um, some area security and things like that, I help in that aspect. But really, my biggest thing is um, I'm just a friend. I'm just a friend to other runners in the community.
0: I like that in a coach. I've had lots of coaches in my life, and that's the first time I've ever heard someone say that I'm their friend. I'm with them through this. So when it comes to these athletes, how do you start to train someone if, let's say, they're a beginner runner or elites?
1: One of the big things is, personally is understand the person. If I understand you, then I know exactly how to work with you. So that's the first step is I build a relationship. I, and then I get you comfortable. And then I look at what your goals. And then I'll, I ask you, how do we how do we want to reach these goals? So it would require sacrifice, would require um, a set time. And so all those areas, I look at it. And then I, I build the training based on your goals. And then I am there again with you. I'm walking the journey with you. I, don't forget, you doing 95% of the work, I'm doing the 5%, but I'm just right there. It's just that you're running on the side, I'm driving on the side. So I'm just going <laughs> to, all those areas, is, I'm, I'm right there with you. And so most of my athletes have kind of gone through that process of building the relationship, and then we work on, on different areas of what your goals are, and I help you get there.
0: Have you ever ran with your athletes? I know one of my coaches. she would always run with us, especially for those long runs. uh some of my athletes
1: I have sometimes I run into them on the bike path. Some of them I do some of them leave or who live out of our state and in different times of the day I mean I'm not able to, but um if I were to run with I wish I could run with all my athletes, but <laughs>
0: um,
1: I have with some of them
0: what is? The best part about coaching you know what what do you really like about it
1: you know it's really seeing an athlete accomplish their goal it's really the process of it you seeing the athlete put in the work i was telling my athletes the reason to why i'm a better runner is because of a lot of people in the community and mostly my athletes who i see every day when i want i want to take a day off i see well they did this and so i'm actually <laughs> i'm actually going to go they motivate me and so the biggest part is getting to see them cross the finish line getting to see them accomplish their goal getting to see them become be- you know better as uh, see the- see them grow you know be- become be- you know better people through running
0: what does it mean for you to be part of someone's running journey
1: you become part of the family because It means a lot, you're the the mentor, you're the the person, you're the accountability person, you are right there with them so you understand the process with them. For me, it just become part of the person's life. I always tell my athletes, hey, thank you for letting me be part of your running journey because you help them make an impact in their life.
0: If you are just joining us, Benson Lingott, he is the coach and elite athlete here in Sioux Falls. He's in the studio with me. Now, you've already said you've already accomplished so much 60 plus runs and, and so much more to go. W- what's next for
1: you? What's next for me is I have some big goals that are still under, yeah. still working on them. I have some marathons this fall, um, but long-term-wise, um, I'm looking at the five rings.
0: The five <laughs> um, rings? <laughs> uh,
1: those are, that's a big goal. And so um, those are the, the big goals that I have personally. And so... Um, Right now, I'm still working on some races. I still want to improve my marathon time. I still want to run a personal best in the half marathon and to run a steeple chase and around the track, something I never did. So
0: that's, that's challenging too.
1: Yeah, and I still gotta try to do um, a triathlon, <laughs> the Ironman specifically.
0: You mentioned the five rings, and for anyone that isn't aware of that, that's um, the Olympics. Well yep. Why is that a goal for
1: you? Um, why not? Why not? You know, um, I grew up running was that's why everybody thrived. You know, they want to get there. And so I have the opportunity. I live in one of the biggest, you know, the best countries in the world. So why not, um, you know, take the opportunity and, and, and just just go for it? Because if I don't, who else will?
0: What would it mean to you if and when you accomplish these goals
1: I, I always set new goals every day. Um, I mean, some goals every day, some goals weekly, monthly, and yearly. Right now, it would mean a lot to me, especially for my family. Um, not first of it would be me first, but then for my family, seeing how my, we, I grew up and how everything else that led to where I am today. And to even get that, that would be... Huge for them. That would be an amazing thing for them.
0: For anyone who is new to the running world and wants to try this sport, how would you encourage this person to just get out and do it?
1: You know, like I said, if, it's, if not now, then when? <laughs> if not you, then who will? So getting out is a big thing. It's always showing up. The first thing you do is you put the, you know, it's a step at a time. It's just a step at a time. So, pull the one step out. And, you know, and and it turns into two steps. It turns into four steps. Later, it turns into a big thing. So, 1% today is better than nothing. So, getting out and just even exposing yourself to just a walk, just start with a walk and then run, walk, and then the rest is going to be history
0: why should anyone even try running we shared our horror stories of the first time we, tri- we tried it so why shouldn't anybody else
1: it's a great thing a lot of people use it i'm a uh, one of the other jobs that i work i, I i'm a clinical social worker so i'm a, I'm a therapist mm-hmm. one of the best coping skills for mental health is exercise exercise makes you helps you feel good about yourself and for me it's like the coffee in the morning it just kind of gets me going For those people who enjoy coffee, you know how that feels. And so exercise, there is no day that I've gone out and regretted it. Whether it was a good or bad run, you feel good after that. So really, it helps what I I talk about mostly is it helps to give you the mental strength. As long as you're you're, you're getting the, the physical strength, you know, you're... Your, your physical strength. Running helps you with the mental strength because it teaches you to tackle the wind, the cold, the mm-hmm. heat, and you're still pushing that, so you're getting a, lot of mental, a little bit more of the mental strength.
0: What is, what's a funny story that you've had of one of your races, whether it's something that happened before, during, or after?
1: It was about my shoes and how bright they were. What? Somebody said, can you give me your shoes so you can run barefoot? And so that was, I thought that was funny, but I, I, um, it was some bright shoes that I was wearing. And so it's like, I like your shoes. You should just give them to me. And I mean, those, that's one of the things that I, um, I heard, but most of the time I, when I'm racing my, my vision, my, my, everything is just focusing and, you know, just focusing Mm -hmm. on what I'm doing. But when it gets to that place where it's, everything is all spread out then you can hear one of the things but when i'm in a tunnel vision i don't hear so much yeah. but but that's something funny i think
0: we i had this debate with my friend Aaron not too long ago when i was preparing for the sioux fall skedaddle i ate pasta and then i also made myself a deep dish pizza that was shipped from Chicago because that was my thing. You know, I always had deep dish pizza the night before a race because I always did better for whatever reason. I don't know the reasoning behind it, but it just does that. Well, he told me you should have been having pasta two nights before, not the day before. And I said, wait, wait wait a minute. Hold on. I was always told the day before you cargo load. So can you settle this debate for us?
1: It's not that just so really the night before it won't really do anything.
0: Really? It
1: won't really do I mean I'm not a nutritionist. Don't tell me but that, I, that he's right. <laughs> I think he's also wrong because this is something that you gotta be doing routinely over time. So again it's practice. It's it's something that you use every single time. So by By the week of the race really um I've done that same thing too <laughs> and i I've, i mean i, I really still I, I think it's just like a repetition of so many so many things that leads up to that day so so something I tell my athletes, do not try something that you' have not tried before mm-hmm. so Dip dish pizza for me would be something I would enjoy that you'd be a day like, no
0: don 't do that <laughs> right
1: after the race, but the, you know the night before is just something that i 'm used to that sits well in your stomach, so you get out but yeah, I think you and your friend Aaron, you both of you were wrong in the aspect from a coaching standpoint not from a nutritional standpoint, so.
0: All right, I will let him know that we are both wrong. So I know I know better for next time. Now, if you're just listening, Benson Lagarde, he is a coach and an elite athlete here in the Sioux Empire. So for anyone that wants to follow you in your career, or if they like to connect with you for training, how can someone get a hold of you?
1: So you can visit Six Five Running Company, and and you'll find my coaching information on there. Um, you, or you can find me also on Twitter at Ben Eight Hundred. Um, you can also find me on Instagram as well At Ben Run 26.2 And 26.2 is just a marathon Basically, nothing after that
0: Nothing after that well, Maybe a little bit more if you just want to walk it off a little bit <laughs> Alright Benson Thank you so much for joining us this morning Thank you for having me You know what really gets a party started? Indoor baseball Yeah, just find a broom or a pool cue And you can use like anything as a ball Cans, bottles, shoes Hey bro toss me that avocado most
1: party fouls are pretty dumb but if you decide to drink and drive underage you could lose your license and your freedom underage drinking and driving the ultimate party foul learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org brought to you by the national highway traffic safety administration and the ad council
0: sunday focus is a public affairs program of results radio town square media sioux falls